wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So I want to get some like shoes For around the house Slippers But is that like Can you wear slippers at 4 o'clock in the afternoon When you come home? So why do you want shoes? Do you have carpet or well, is it all like No, it's all like vinyl. you know, vinyl, yeah, whoop de doo. Um and it's like I'm about I can be a heel walker and I don't I just it's just more out of consideration for the people underneath us. Even though theoretically it's like through concrete. Um and my feet kind of get sore walking on and barefoot on that all day because they it's like a really nice texture. I like the vinyl. It's kind of grippy, but it's almost like too grippy. So your feet are kind of like grabbing every time you walk. And it feels like my feet are stretching out a little. Uh, so at the end of the day, it's like a little much. So I'd like to just wear something around the house. Indoor um, shoes are weird in, in the house. Right? It's, it's like then American are you some weird American dad? Yeah, you see it on like TV and stuff. But I've never heard of like anyone in Canada doing that. No, and that's why I feel like a traitor to Canada getting indoor shoes. But I'm like, oh, I want a pair of indoor shoes. But I want something I can wear, I Wouldn't don't know, like, all day. Like dance slippers or something like that almost. I don't know. Okay, well, here's the thing. The Macho King swears by Crocs. Yeah. I don't know if that's something I can do. Like, you know, like black... Thin Crocs, the end. You know, there's some air, so the, the smell dissipates, I guess, you know? It's not all <laughs> pooped up. It's a, easy kind to of, the, it really is. Like, I know, like, and, and the <laughs> thing is, is that if the Macho King is backing it up and he can handle the, the reality the of accepting. Pretty stylish. Yeah. yeah, he's the coolest guy we know. And it's, he's, he's, he's wearing the Crocs and I feel like I just got to just accept it. And then I was like, I kind of, I was kind of, you know, when you kind of test it with the significant other, you go, oh, maybe I'll get some Crocs. <laughs> well, maybe there's stylish Crocs. And, and Lisa's just, just like, like, Oh God, you're giant not green and, and red ones. You know, maybe there's a little bit more. Thinner, well, I think, I think, funky, I think the Macho King know? just has, I think he just has like generic solid color, subtle ones. I remember like he has black ones and white ones and yellow ones. I think. Well, you know, they, they think say like a, it's the same thing with cargo pants. They're very, they're very utilitarian, but they're, they're cargo all... pants are so disgusting. <laughs> and I used to wear them. Man, I hate my life that I says wore them. The man it, of, says the man about to invest in a new pair of Crocs. <laughs> Crocs, right? What do you know, Croc boy? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, I, maybe I'll get a pair of Crocs or something. I'll report back. But I don't even know if that'll make it any lighter when I step on the, for the people below. This is like, this is how getting old goes. This is like old farmer, like old people say, you know, I think I'm going to wear this free hat, the brand on it. From the, from, from the Western from reporter, the, Western producer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to wear my free subscription Western producer hat. This is where I wear my canola, uh, canola growers association. Hat. Yeah, or it's just a hat that just says canola. 
<laughs> yeah. That's all it says. Because it was like came out the day Canola was invented. And he yeah, just like a retro it. Saint Rose auction mark. That'd be a good one there too. But yeah. I don't know. This is this is I this think is how, I think whoever runs What are those little hipster shops in Dauphin that make clothes? I think one of those shops would do like retro Dauphin businesses. Oh. Like imagine yeah, if you yeah, just yeah. asked the person and did like the Towers Hotel. And made just a shirt that said the Towers Hotel top in Manitoba. And you, you paid them a little royalty or made a donation or something. Or like what other things? Like the Grange Restaurant or La Verandre. I was thinking Bavari. the Lav. I was, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking IMTV. Like rainbows. Yeah, IMTV yeah. or Bavarian Schnitzel House. Those would oh, be great. I would love that one. What about, what about, what was it? What was the mini mall called? Didn't it have a name? Star Time? Oh, Star Time. One Get a Star nice. Time video. Shit. It'd be so good. All these old obsolete businesses from a small town. It'd be so cool. Movies this is actually... Carter, Carter, yeah. shut. We got to copyright this, right? We just... We yeah. copyrighted. I just mailed it to you. You're a lawyer. <laughs> this is a genius idea. You could make, like, maybe $1,000 off of it. <laughs> you know, want some big money. Or you could be stuck with a lot of stock taking up uh, a lot of room in someone's basement. Yeah. Oh, I think you could sell a hundred of them, different kinds. Oh, so you're not making a thousand bucks? No. We can do thousand. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Yeah, my Johnny's my Johnny Social Club T-shirts. I did them for cost. I did them for cost, and that was a terrible idea. Or an A and W in the mall, not the not the standalone, the mall one. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was long T shirt like A and W, and then writing underneath the one in the mall, not the one on Main Street. Yes, the one in that mall with that giant monster burger. Wait, for everybody smoked. Way out, for everybody smoked smoked so much. And 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 you get a burger, and they make a really good job because this is the only burger they made that day, even though they worked in an A and W. Yes, that A and W. Now that would be a shirt where you'd go get your six forty nine ticket outside and come back in while they made your food. Al's Lotto, that'd be a good one. I read an article saying that Riverdale is gone crazier than ever. I'm like, really? Because <laughs> I was done. I watched season one, two, and three, and I was happy with that, and didn't really want to move on to to season four there. Yeah, and let's see if you can like, break it down because I did hear some things. Yeah, last when year I described what I thought was crazy, what you said was crazy. It's not nothing. even yeah. They all, they all had superpowers last year, and like there's all this multi-dimensional stuff and a comet heading towards Earth that they have to stop. And then this current year or something, uh, there's been a time warp, and they're back in the 1950s. <laughs> so they're nice. really good. They're really going for it. But yeah, like I finished. Uh, season three and so i'm on to season four now so the first episode um they've got to deal with the, the death of luke perry who played archie's dad there he, he died in real life so they don't have access to the actor anymore so they need to find a way for him to write off write him off on the show so oh, what are they gonna do to luke perry well as always we do on the show i'm gonna tell you let me just is it multi-dimension no it... no it's it's very grounded don't worry okay oh wow so what we do Don't worry. on this is um, we we always I, I start off small and then it gets bigger and bigger and each each step I ask you am I making this up or did this really happen 
Like, is Archie, 16-year-old Archie, in underground boxing? Sure, why not? Did Archie kill someone in the ring? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, here we go. Okay. So Luke, Luke Perry's character, it, it turns out, uh, was uh, killed uh, by a, a young man driving a car. And because uh, Luke had uh, stopped to help a woman in need on a busy highway and changed her car tire. Did that happen, or am I making things up? Was it shown? Seems so tame. It wasn't shown because the actor, uh, yeah, wasn't shown like the last ten episodes before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like so they got a phone call. This happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but it seems very weak. Do a, seems like... Yeah, they wouldn't do a comical reenactment. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah, say true. Serious. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's true, but I want more from this death. You got to milk it. Like no, maybe the right. woman he was helping turned out to be a serial killer or something. Well, did the actor who played the guy who ran over Luke Perry, uh, did did he shoot his own mother in real life in the back of the head in March 2020? That's not part of Riverdale. We're going out of Riverdale. It's more multidimensional. Um. Yes, that is correct. Did he, uh, on video, confess to the crime and arrange her body on video, surrounded by candles and rosary? No. No. Yes. Oh, my it's God. Always yes. Did, did he... Uh, it is consider, yes all the time. <laughs> did he then uh, consider conducting a mass shooting at Simon Fraser University? No. Yes. He's in your neck of the woods, Trevor. Oh, God. Did he then um, decide instead of doing that, did he pack his vehicle full of ammunition uh, with the plan to go to Ottawa and assassinate Justin Trudeau? No, that's some other guy from Swan River. Right? Yes. That's a yes. Oh, come on. And then Trevor stepped up my joke. Did then the owner of a Swan River radio station post a GoFundMe account saying, a friend of many people at Swan Valley, he's obviously in a lot of trouble for his actions, and raised over $12,000? Ha ha ha, no. Got it. No, so it's always it. yes. That's so much me. yes. That was yeah. so much. That was like six too many yeses. But this guy's not satisfied with taking Luke Perry. He's going after JT now? Like, that's really uncomfortably popular in this country right now. Like, you hear more about that than people going to go, like, kill Biden in the States. But th- these Canadians just pack their guns, pack their cars full of guns and ammo, and they're like, time to go to Ottawa. Like, even locally, that's insane. <laughs> Swan. Yeah. The idiots can all talk to each other now. That's uh, that's your, that's a lot of people's first thought. Well, <laughs> time to go get Justin. <laughs> At least we're going out together. Yeah, that was the big downfall of the internet. Is all the village idiots all got to talk to each other? <laughs> but let's keep going. Give me some more. That's it. Sorry. That's it for Riverdale. That's it for Riverdale. Okay. Okay, I've got a. Well, let's give it a second to breathe for Carter's editing. Yeah. 
Okay, I've got a reading series here. <laughs> Part of my Make Trevor Rescream series. <laughs> okay, I like it already. Huh? I'm searching. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, there we go. It just did not look like what I thought it was. So this is a CBC parents article. I guess you'd call it an opinion column. I'd call oh, it Trudeau's so you write in media indoctrination. Just, just you know, so, a so parent, you write a parent, in a parent. This time a woman writes a column about parenting. Being a parent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So kids say that usually you'd want things. usually you'd want some sort of life lesson or something though, right? But you I want to hear someone talk is, about themselves? Well, if they're telling you a it story a, about their life, it better be a, a punchline at the end. Or it has a fair title. Lesson. It's 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 got a good title. I think we okay. can agree. It's called "Birth Control Is a Man's Responsibility Too." Right? Okay. So so. So some of this we've talked about before. When my husband and I came to the decision that we were done having kids, he immediately scheduled an appointment with his doctor to discuss getting a vasectomy. I didn't ask him to make this appointment. So, good. So for after years of taking turns, hopping on and off the one more baby train, we spoke candidly about our future and what the future of our family looked like and came to the agreement that we felt complete. He took it upon himself to discuss birth control options with his doctor. Oh no. Oh no. Many of our friends shared their own vasectomy stories, but I wasn't prepared for the people who felt this decision was something I'd forced on them. Like this this is all stuff that didn't happen. I imagine I this prepared. in your own mind because it's not real. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for the people who giggled and cracked jokes about who ran the house. Right. They were shocked to learn that he had made this choice for himself. Who are these people like present these people. I sat stunned in silence. Some of these people claim that birth control was not their responsibility. I want to pay actors to recreate these scenes. <laughs> I, want a, I want a full evening, like a rehearsal, like if you would, of, of these nights of people saying these things to me. I wonder who wears the pants around here. Can I share some interesting vasectomy stories? Are you yet ready? What? You made him do it. Wait. He chose to do that. Oh, ho, ho. like what? What kind of world are these people living in? My shock turned to pride as my husband made his opinion known. Birth control is both of our responsibility. Yeah, yeah this this is quite a. This is definitely at a dinner party, right? Yeah, this, this is what is happens at dinner pass, parties. Pass the grapes. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> about. He was done having kids, so why should that responsibility rest with me? Up until now. It was me who managed the birth control and had given birth to two children. Why, he wondered, should I continue taking a hormonal birth control pill? He wondered so hard for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years or have a major surgery when he could take care of it in a few days. When he continued to probe why someone would object to this idea, it was radio silence. That's what it's like to have a feminist husband. Our life is a partnership. It's a back and forth. This is just the beginning. Yeah. 
Do you want to hear how awesome everything else is? Let's hear about go. how good it's they just, are. Yeah, both of us handle household response. Like, this just go, yeah. Are you ready for this just to go for a while? Both of us handled household, remember the title? Yeah. Here we go. Both of us handled household responsibilities. Cooking, cleaning, and laundry tends to fall on whoever has the least busy day or week. When he bought, or when we bought our first house and the furnace stopped working, he held the flashlight while I attempted to fix the furnace and get us heat. He took that paternity leave, despite warning from his friends that he wouldn't be able to handle being home with a baby. He had an amazing few months bonding with our son, and the transition back to work was so much easier on me. Sometimes I'm bringing in more money. Sometimes he is. Trevor, tell me just when to stop. Like. This is the birth control story, right? I when guess. When his job has less flexibility, I step in for sick days and early pickups. When my job has me working late, he picks up the slack at home. When I'm traveling for work, co-workers have often asked his mother or my parents are stepping in to help, and I'm surprised if I say no. Why do we still feel as though fathers aren't capable of caring for their own children without help? What? <laughs> He supports my ambition. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, we get he supports it. My crew. <laughs> when I went back to school, he happily took on baby duties while I was in class. Oh, imagine this person in a class. Oh. Like in a, you know, a, you know exactly what that's like in universe. How many questions did they have oh. about? The- and how many different color pens? How many questions to interrupt Prof time just when things you are about to get done? You know everything about, a, about yeah. their life when they're, by, by yeah. the first week. You know how many kids they have, what their husband does, where their family's ethnicity is from. And like every, she will disclose all the information yeah. to the class to let you know how important she is. My husband has never treated me as someone that he has to take care of. We take care of each other. He has never felt the need to make me weak to show his strength. We're proud of each other. Just other's to be clear, the old guy that comes, the, <laughs> the old guy that shows up to university and asks questions too is just this, as bad. Just to be clear on this, we know we all know yeah. the type of person though the the forty five year old person that comes to a university class and asks a lot of questions and is really really into this one class that they have when everybody else has like six a semester, you know, and yeah. Anyway. We so are keep, proud of our, I, uh, each other's accomplishments, and neither would be that today without the other. Our achievements belong to each other. The success of our family depends on both of us. What's most important like, is our what children you want, are being raised in a home <laughs> where they don't see the task divided into pink and blue. Yeah. I hope this helps them if they decide to share their lives with someone. I don't want my daughter to think that she can't have a career she wants to be a mother or feel the heavy burden of caring for the home and children while building a career without support. I don't want my son to feel pressured into being a, to choose a demanding career over being a father or that he's solely responsible like for the financial stability of his family. It's basically, what a, you... it's like they're lecturing on people from 1950s sitcom. <laughs> they're telling him how it ought to be. Mm-hmm. As my kids grow up, my son will be taught the importance of safe sex, just like my daughter. They both have to have 
they both they both need to have control over their own bodies. I want them to have a choice in their lives. I don't want choices to be dictated by their gender. Oh, almost done. Here's the thing. We don't always get it right. Sometimes we catch ourselves in situations where we default to gender norms. Sometimes that works. I love the ability we have to call each other out and question ourselves and each other. I love my husband is willing to learn about life as a female and to act as an ally when he sees something that just doesn't cut it. At first glance, you might not... You might not make the assumption that my husband's a feminist. He's big, loud, and a little aggressive. He loves boxing and steak and wrestling with our kids. He fits the bill of a stereotypical male. Feminism is really simply about having equal rights and equal access to opportunities for all. It took my husband about a week to recover. Here's the closing paragraph. Tie it all together. It took my husband about a week to recover from his vasectomy. One week took away years of worry. Then I wanted a kid. <laughs> and now I'm seeing Brad. Then I see Brad. <laughs> Brad's giving me the third time. That I yes. Yeah. So Carter, this was written in that. May 31st, 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I give you a name maybe and you can do some investigating into if this relationship's still working? Okay, okay. <laughs> Can update us later. Well, I didn't know that CBC had those opinion first person things that early. I've just noticed them lately and I hate them. Like, moving <laughs> like this to is Canada just called... was harder. Moving to Canada was harder than I thought. I'm not sure I'd do it again. Or it feels like my daughter's saying goodbye forever as she leaves for college. I hate yep. those. But are they written by. So real people AI, without, e- AI. without editors. I'm not sure if there's editors involved. It just sort of seems like, you know, free content. A real there estate has to be an transaction. Editor to be able to say, this is garbage. Oh yeah, I guess so. A real estate agent. Somebody really should have with her. Did I make a mistake by not investing in a house? I've been a Catholic my entire life, but the church's dark past is making me lose faith. I hate <laughs> these articles. They're so bad. Yeah. Written by the village idiots. Carter, what do you got for us? Where are you taking I us? I talk about, uh, you know, we all know about the best website on the planet, herecomesomewisdom.com, but it's not my first radio. It's not my first website. I want to talk about my first website. Built in 1997, between those sweet years of grade six and grade seven. Carter, that is awesome. So, um, how it worked was I was at camp at Mini University, the University of Manitoba, we talked about, and uh, Mm -hmm. well, this is a computer class, and we were making a website, and there's about 20 or 30 of us, and the best website got to be hosted online at the U of M's website That's for a right. whole for one year. year. Yeah. Because, you know, that university that's with, you know. So? That could be kilobits. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you the exact size of this website here. 
1700 kilobits <laughs> no not even close my good man uh 643 kilobytes so pretty close yeah because it's got 30 images in it Oof. so we, i guess we didn't know about web etiquette back in 1997 <laughs> Because no. the very first thing is uh, about my, it says, welcome to my page. And it says about myself. And it gives my full name. <laughs> and then it says, I was born at this hospital on this day. Like, With what? My social insurance, <laughs> insurance number is. And now I am 11 years old and I live in Dauphin. I live with my dad, mom, and brother. My brother has a pet rabbit. I play hockey in the winter and baseball in the summer if you would like to track me down if you're a scary adult. This year, our hockey team was really good and we won most of our games. And then it says here, my favorite hockey team is the Phoenix Coyotes. I guess, you know, the Jets have just moved. That's uh, sad. A month before this, so... Yeah, they didn't. That's the last time I've probably ever mentioned the Coyotes. And then it says my best friends are Jeff and Dauphin, John and Kenora, and Tyler and Oakbank, which is 10 minutes away from Winnipeg. My favorite TV show is The Simpsons, and my favorite three movies just so happen to be the Star Wars trilogy. I go to school at. Happen Barker's to be, school. ladies. Yes. Ladies, they just happen to be <laughs> the Star Wars trilogy. I'm in the same box. <laughs> I go to school at Lieutenant Colonel Barker VC School. My teacher was Mrs. Davis, and my principal was Mr. Gorin. Oh, my God. Like, way too oh. much info. So this Next is days year. of camp. Just write down. <laughs> Sit yeah. down, kid, and write for eight hours. Well, this is in the HTML, too, so this was tricky. It's Next year, I'm going to McKenzie Middle School. Hopefully, it will be fun. I enjoy reading Star Wars books and other types of books. Because that was all at least like uh, regular font. Now we're in all caps entertainment under un underlined and all Ooh, caps. It's a little underlined. That was a lot of coding. I, that was some serious I, coding. Yeah, I really like the Star Wars trilogy. Here are some pictures from www.starwars.com. Oh yeah! First, instead of you know going to starwars.com yourself, because that would probably take a half an hour using the internet in 1997. So here's a poster of pictures from every corner of the galaxy, and it's got R2 and a Jawa and Yoda and an AT-AT. Nice. And then here are some pictures of different planets celebrating the destruction of the, spoiler, second Death Star. <laughs> so this is, I guess, the end scene of the special edition of Return of the Jedi. Here is the Rebel base on Hoth picture. Here are two pictures of Coruscant. Those were pictures from the so one movie that was still two years away. So this is awesome. And then I got a link. Cool go to, to, go to, Star Wars, to go to Star Wars, click here. All caps. I also like the TV show The Simpsons. Here are some pictures from www.geocities.com slash television city slash index.html. Do we think that website's still up? Is Geocities? Can't be up. Is it still up? Oh man, GeoCities yeah. was gold. Geo it redirects to Yahoo.ca, so that's gone. So I've got a picture of Homer in 3D, Bart si Bart Simpson, Sideshow Bob, Lisa flying a kite, Lisa drinking milk, and the Simpson plane. More pictures from foxworld.com slash Simpsons. Here's a picture of Springfield. Here's a picture of the family. Click here to go to Simpsons or to another Simpsons site. Uh, the official Simpsons in the GeoCities. 
I also like the movie Men in Black. Here are some pictures from meninblack.com and have pictures of Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith and and all their weapons and stuff. Uh, click here to go to menandblack.com, which I'm sure is still up. And then heading is sports. Like I said, I said I really like sports. For all sports, click here. It goes to TSN. Or click here for all sports. CNN.si, whatever. My favorite Arter, what's the background of your website? Is it, is it like a pattern it's, repeating? Uh, no, it's it's black. I kept it class A. White font. Solid black. Yeah. Um, um, my favorite sport is hockey. Click here for NHL.com. Click here for the MLB 1997 schedule. <laughs> and then we've got fun stuff. Very precise. U of M mini U camps. Is this site still up? And then for comics, edit. No, no, it's not. Up. And then for comics and movies, click here. It's smash.mgz.com. I wonder if that's up. Nope. Smash.com. <laughs> and then click for Nintendo. <laughs> At the very end, of the, I don't mention video games the entire time. And the last thing's like, click here for Nintendo. Save the best. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. yeah, that's like that. that's like a future like neckbeard profile right there. I the like stuff it. Has stayed the same there. Uh, mm-hmm. Not so high on the Men in Black, I guess. Or, Carter, you turned out a lot Simpsons. cooler than that website. Or Simpson. Or so, actually, I don't. But like ex- but you're actually that. exactly as cool as that website, and that's why you're so <laughs> cool. Because <laughs> in some ways, you are that website still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> yeah, a little That's pretty cool, man. To be doing that one in 1997 and making that. That was a long time ago. And uh, like to me... be fair, like your taste. Like what's changed about you, Carter? <laughs> like well, yeah. Video and really, except Men in Black. Maybe you were a little too, little too high on the Men in Black trade, but like Star Wars, baseball, hockey, Nintendo, pretty good, pretty good, doing, doing good. Back in the day, internet is so hilarious. Yeah. And like some of my first exposures to it were just so, it was everything that could be wrong on the internet. Like scam artists and like toxic, toxic behavior with strangers. And like, <laughs> it was crazy. It was like all like, it, I'm not like, of course I'm blaming on him, but it was like Ash, man. Like Ash could get on the computer and just bring a world of pain on someone. It was. <laughs> it was amazing. Where I don't get on a message board and talk text. people off to go <laughs> jump off a bridge. Like it's just <laughs> wild. Would that be would that be out of school or I don't remember at school? Yeah, to begin with, and then maybe at Wayland's. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, it was deep, man. <laughs> the internet was a bad place from day one, like version yeah. one point. Maybe you weren't there at version 1.1, 1. No. 1, but we were there at like version 1. like 1.3 of the internet, and it was a bad part <laughs> of the world. It was not good. 
Yeah, throwing kids onto that is... Like you know, the scary. adults that let us get into that didn't know what... They didn't no. understand what we were doing. <laughs> felt like by yeah. 96, 97, yeah. it was... Adults were pretty concerned at that point. So you guys broke it in for the rest of us, I guess. Yeah. That would be a great... Yeah, like, there was just a computer... Find, if you could find what people thought was going on. Like, probably you guys were learning yeah. something about how computers um, work. They, well, look, I think I they put, were like, just impressed. My... Like, because it was just uh, the business ed teachers. So they had a little business ed wing, a little quadrant. And then the one quadrant was a big empty classroom that nobody used. But you entered it from like a weird corner. So right when you'd walk in the room, they like barricaded the room off right in the entrance and the whole back of the room was empty and just full of junk. So that barricaded section was a desk with a computer. And the crazy thing about this computer was that it was online and it sat there on in the dark, barricading the room in total darkness that in a room that nobody thought about. And it was the only computer that was connected to the internet. And nobody knew what to do with it or how to use it, except like we would go on there and Wayland and me and Ash and Jordan could figure out how to get on the internet and get into message boards and forums and like chat messengers and things like that. And like, it was wild, wild times. <laughs>